and welcome to brand new podcast here with a very special guest. It is Women's History Month, so we are having all women movers and shakers across the DMV on our podcast, the Grand New Podcast. I am here with Kimmy Cruz Camp from the Glenn Youngkin campaign and from the GCRC. So glad to have you on. Hi, how are you? I am. I am doing great. Um, I'm really excited to have you on here. Um, you know, you, my dad is, is on the GCRC with you. So that's yep. how we got to connect. Um, I want to ask you, you know, you're in the young Republicans, your fellow young Republican. Mm-hmm. And right now I would say, especially in Virginia, especially in the suburbs, we're having a hard time reaching women, diverse voters in Virginia. What drew you to the young Republicans in the first place? And how can you encourage more women to come in the party? No, that's a loaded first question, but I think <laughs> no. Um, so actually, I think it was you know when we moved here to Greene County, and first of all, I'm here speaking on my own accord, on my for myself. I'm representing myself here. Um, I think when we when we moved here to Greene County, um, you know, I had been involved in politics, you know, throughout my life um, for about 20 years. And when we moved, I had just had my first baby and we we bought the house. And so we were settling in, we were, we were planting our roots. And Steve, my husband was asked, um, you know, would you be part of, want to be part of the planning commission? Would you want to be on the economic development authority? And, you know, just kind of those little things. And we started noticing that, um, all of these decisions for our counties, for like, you know, locally, state, everything, all of these decisions are made by these small little groups. And if you don't participate, they're going to make the decisions for you. And so when, you know, it was very eye-opening to say, or to see, wow, like these things are being made, you know, these decisions are being made rapid fire. If we don't get involved and if we don't become like the megaphone, then we're just going to sit back and have to take it. And I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that for my family or for my girls. So Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. Because I want to, you know, when, when I lived in Green, um, you know, my parents live there now, as you know, um, mm-hmm. we went to a planning commission committee where three, three people were at the meeting. And it sounds like really boring local politics, but that's where the real power is. That's where the yep. decisions are. Um, the young Republicans are emerging, I would say, as a really robust group that I don't think gets enough of national attention at all. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I agree with you there. You know, I, um, I became, I, I got involved with the young Republicans. You know, we had a little bit of hiccups going on through our county um, in our GOP unit. And people in the young Republicans really stepped up to help, you know, cause they were like, okay, here's a new chairman, my husband, um, here's, you know, a, a second vice chairman. And here's this great group that's going to start and bring in other, other people. Well, they stepped in. Um, I started like kind of digging and like, how can we, how can we reach younger people? How can we reach people in my age group? Because if you go to a lot of these local GOP meetings, they're not really in my age group and it's no i was always the youngest one it's always uh, unfortunate i mean look and we love them they're our voters but yeah when and i guess it's hard because i remember as a working you know 
college student. I, I didn't have time to go to a meeting on a Monday night at 7.30. Yep. You yep. know, so unfortunately that's, it's organized around kind of retirement, which I think contributes to that. Yeah, it seems like those people have the time to do it. Um, and and, and to, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was part of, you know, the college Republicans, I still didn't have time to attend all the meetings and do all the things. But the more you look into it, if you don't, then you just have to, like I said, go with what, they, what decisions they make for you. No, exactly. And you went to, I believe, UVA, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you went to UVA. Okay. Yeah. And they had such, I mean, I know several UVA grads um, and they had a wonderful college Republican program. Um, I'm a, I'm a Duke myself. So we, you know, we were, we were heavily involved as well, but it's true. If, if you're not involved, then you can't be in the decision process. You can't have a seat at the table. Yep. And unfortunately the Democrats recruit very young. I mean, we're seeing that in the house. They're trying to have them vote starting at 16. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is that, and like, and like you said, you can't have a seat at the table. And one of my things was, you know, I am, we just joined um, the green Madison young Republicans. Cause I formed that we mm-hmm. just combined with the central Virginia young Republicans. And I became the chair of that. So we're, we're covering a very big area right now. My thing is, is that if you don't participate, you, like you said, that you don't have a seat at the table, you're going to be screaming it from the yard. So mm-hmm. picture, you know, you looking into this window of a house and you're trying to tell people that are sitting at the kitchen table what you want. They're not going to hear you. Well, and I always thought, especially when I used to live in Central Virginia, Central Virginia seems to be a microcosm of the country. Mm-hmm. There's the rural community, it, it, but it's increasingly diverse. There's Charlottesville. There's that whole area. Um, you know, you're not too far away from Richmond. Um, and there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of people leaving Charlottesville now to go to green, yep. shifting the politics. So I always found out it was, I always found it was a, such a fascinating place to study and watch. What makes you, I guess, fascinated by living in central Virginia? Um, I guess what fascinates you seeing these changes right in front of you and being able to predict what the Republican party could do to fix things. I grew up in Charlottesville. So I, you know, we, I moved here in fourth grade. Okay. Um, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, Where are you originally from? So I was born in Harrisonburg. Okay. So it was right. Sorry, this switched. Oh, I uh, thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to show us. <laughs> like, let me show you. Yeah. Let me show you Harrisonburg. I was like, what? Um, what? no. So I was, um, I was born in Harrisonburg Okay. Uh, we moved, we moved around quite a bit. Um, my mom is Mexican, um, okay. straight from Mexico. Um, I didn't really, I, I didn't really know my biological father, my dad, who I called dad, he's my stepdad, but I call him dad. I, you know, he's been my dad since I was three is actually African-American. So moving to Charlottesville, you know, seeing the diversity here, growing up with the diversity, I didn't really like notice it until it was actually brought to my attention your own household was a microcosm of america and that's yeah yeah and so it wasn't it wasn't that obvious to me because and until recently where you know everything is color and Mm -hmm. you know it just wasn't that obvious but but i have seen the difference in the conservative movement you know charlottesville used to be pretty conservative and just seeing 
just sitting on the downtown mall today, you can see the drastic difference that there was from the 90s. See, I always thought, I mean, because my parents, we, I, I'm <laughs> sure my dad's told you this. I've been New York, New Jersey, Charlottesville, back to New York, back to the, back to, uh, the Charlottesville area in green. Mm -hmm. um, and when we lived here in like the early 2000s, uh, 90s, it, it felt like, I guess, it was, very, it was trending that way. Okay. Like it always had like a Vermont flavor to it. Yes. Yes. In Charlottesville. Um, yes. The Bernie bro sums up Charlottesville. Very artsy. Yeah. Very artsy, very liberal, close to campus. But that to me also clashed with the um, the UVA and the seersucker and the pearl necklaces. So yes. it was always two dichotomies. Yes. Um, but now, yeah, Charlottesville is changing rapidly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's it was so weird because it's also now, unfortunately, Charlottesville has been associated with a horrible tragedy. And now when everyone says Charlottesville, they mean that horrible um, racist tragedy. Um, so I guess when you were in Charlottesville, that shaped, I guess, were you shaped by the environment? Was your family conservative or were they apolitical? So my dad is pretty apolitical. My mom is very conservative. Um, and I think that comes from, you know, most people that you speak to that come from a, a country that their government is all kinds of crazy mm -hmm. tend to be conservative because they don't want it to go back. They don't, they came here for a reason. Sure. And so my mom and I, you know, we would watch the debates and we'd watch all these things. And I think she really like dug that into me of, this is why, you know, you're conservative. This is why you yeah. should be what you want to be. But well, and especially yeah, think, as think... as a Latina, like what I guess in Virginia, can we do to be more like because if you look in Florida, not only did they turn out, they made the difference in Ron DeSantis's election, but also um, President Trump did win a mm -hmm. large majority of Hispanics in Florida. So what can what lessons can we learn from that? Because for Number one, I always thought we needed to be more understanding because we can't just assume because someone's crossing over the border that they're not here to participate in our process right. or that they're not going to be conservative. Yeah. That yeah. always bothered me that it's assumed that those voters or those potential citizens might eventually be liberal voters. I never understood that. I think, I think with people, I think that upsets me the most personally is that people assume. Um, yeah. oh, you're Latina, then you're probably Democrat. And it's like, well, no, not really. Because if you really look at the way that, you know, the majority of Hispanics are, you know, most, most are Catholic. Yeah. And so you, you compare those Catholic, like Catholic values, a lot of those Catholic values mirror conservative values. So I think it's, it's, it's one of those questions, chicken before the egg, unanswered questions that for me, it's, stop looking at what I am. Stop looking at, well, how can I get a Latina? How can I get a woman? How can I get an African-American? Stop, just stop putting it's that. It's because I always thought that, unfortunately, the Democratic Party has resorted to, the way they talk about people is like you're trying to like find fetish categories. Yes. It's really, it's really, really bizarre and strange. Instead of actually, your message, and this is what I always felt we should stress as a Republican Party, your message should be, it should be one size fits all for everyone, for men, yes. women, black, white, Hispanic, gay, straight. Yes. It should apply to everybody. Yes. I don't want to know 
I, I don't need to know, you know, if I could remove that box that's on a lot of forms, mm-hmm. you know, what ethnicity are you, what, you know, whatever, if I could remove it, that'd be great because you should not, as Martin Luther King Jr. said, it's not about the color of your skin. It's the content of your character. And I want people in my party, in the Republican party that have, you know, quality content of their, you know, the quality is the content of their character. So. Absolutely. Now, um, you know, us being the party of opportunity, you recently uh, landed a job with Glenn Youngkin, who is running for governor. Yes. Um, Virginia runs on Youngkin was coined on this <laughs> podcast. It seems like he's taken it, which is which is fine. I was like, it was too obvious to, <laughs> to not throw out there. Um, how is it working for his campaign? And what do you think he brings to um, Virginia? And what can he change on the governor's mansion? I love it. I love working on his campaign. Um, I'm working with some amazing people in the central region. Um, You know, these guys are, they're just so passionate about what Glenn believes in, um, because we all believe in it. And so, you know, his faith, you know, his work ethic, his, his just, he is who he is. And I value when people really, truly stand behind what they believe in. Um, there are plenty of other candidates that I have, you know, he, they stand behind what they believe in. And if, if that's the hill they're going to die on, that's what they're going to die on because that's what they believe. So. Sure. Uh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, uh, he's, he's lucky to have you on. Um, as, as we, as we wrap up here, um, I want to ask two fun questions. What are you currently reading right okay. now, if you have time and what are you watching if you have time? <laughs> Oh boy. Um, watching, we watch a whole bunch of stuff. Um, we like the show American Gods. Okay. Yes. It's pretty good. Yes. Um, reading, I don't really have anything right now. Um, not, I don't have anything at the moment that we're, that I'm reading. I don't have the time. <laughs> Is that yeah, bad? Old, I like old, Audible. <laughs> Audible and maybe Facebook drama now that you know yeah. if there's <laughs> <that> <laughs> drift yeah no exactly there you go there you go um and and that's a that's a great that's a great plug for us um kimmy thank you how can if people wanted to get involved and since you work for the young campaign as a field director mm-hmm. how can people get involved so if you want to get involved you can email me uh kimmy k at youngkinforgovernor.com uh, they can go to the website, and that's youngkinforgovernor.com. If they want to get involved in the Central Virginia Young Republicans, please reach out to us. We have a website as well. That's centralvirginiayr.com. Um, and if you want, if I mean, I'm on Facebook, so people people can certainly find me, message me, whatever. I'm here, moms. Latinas, whatever you want. I'm yeah. here to talk to you guys. I'd love, I'd love to get more people involved. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Grand new podcast. I'm excited to be here. Yes.